0: Training, mindset, integrity, incremental improvement. What can you do better today? Start right here with the Pandola Project. Hey guys, welcome back to your Monday Motivation. I'm your host, Matt Pandola.
1: And I'm Aaron Pandola.
0: So I'm actually excited to start off by talking about our studio today. We actually put the foamy stuff up over the walls. Foamy stuff is another term for the soundproof tiles right foamy stuff and actually normally we had like sort of these big MMA pads that you would lay down on the ground and we set them upright put them around us kind of imagine like a fort when you were a kid and once in a while, it would actually fall on top of us while we were talking. So it's uh, it's been an adventure. But we did that once COVID started. We couldn't get into the radio station anymore, and we had to do an impromptu sort of um, conversion of a studio. So now the studio is actually looking pretty professional. We hope the sounds going to come off really well today. So you know, testing, testing, testing. We'll see how this comes across to you guys. But let us know for sure.
1: Yeah, this is the first time, like Matt saying without the pads where we're just kind of an open space, I guess. And it's not a huge room, but, you know, definitely doesn't have a lot of um, insulation. So, yeah, hopefully uh, the sound will come across just as well as it has in the past.
0: We'll put a video up along with this podcast and let you guys see what the room looks like and, yeah, let us know what you think about uh, the the new studio and and how it sounds.
1: Yeah. So what are we – we're talking about – what, today? The first day, first week back, the first kind of re reopening of the business and kind of getting our, our old lives back on track, I guess, in a way.
0: Yeah, and then even how we've decided not to get back on track in some ways because during this period of time, during this about three months, it seems like now, around there.
1: Well, two and a half. Yeah, it was about ten weeks. Ten total. weeks,
0: yeah. yeah. We made some changes, and we've decided to stick with some of those changes. I'm sure a lot of you have gone back to work, especially if you had a small business. I think that was, in particular, tough for a lot of us to figure out how to keep things going and keep our heads above water, and so I'm sure we're all excited, though, regardless of what you do or if you work for somebody or yourself, we're getting back into the swing of things, and... I did have my first few days I had a bit of um well a hard time trying to make some adjustments that just weren't working out at 10 weeks it was enough to create a habit for example I would work out in the mornings uh, initially in my younger days and got used to that and then I went into training in the middle of the afternoon especially during COVID that wasn't an issue I could always do that because there was no schedule conflicts then this past week I had noticed that Some one thing or another would come up where I wouldn't get in my workout in the middle of the day. And so I just had to make that adjustment to get up at um, four and get right to the gym get in my training come home we have of course our daughter that uh, one of us needs to be home for and then Erin would go and do her workout so I just made that little adjustment in itself which was kind of uh just unplanned but something that we knew we had to do
1: yeah it was amazing after 10 weeks doesn't sound like that long and it's it's really not I guess in the grand scheme of things but you do get used to a new pattern after 10 weeks so coming back that first week and then already saying like oh I'm already you know stressed out again and I'm already missing my workouts and it's like oh my gosh this can't be happening after only I mean I say a week four days really (laughs) you know it was a Monday through Thursday and already things were kind of getting back to to how we were already you know being stressed again and it was like okay wait a minute we need to take a deep breath and kind of figure out how we can how we can reset again because we can't get back into the same cycle all over again.
0: Right. And I was getting up early, even during this shutdown, but I was trying to get some writing done and some work done. But in truth, the first couple hours really that I was up from – about four to six or so, was fairly unproductive for me. I feel like I wasn't really awake. So the silver lining there was just after a few days of getting in my training early and then coming home and getting some work done before Mia woke up, that was actually... An eye opener that I can get more done this way, so it was a a good thing, a blessing in disguise. But I know the type of listener who who um, pays attention to this podcast and subscribes. Workouts are important to you guys, and I would say that when I miss a training session, I don't feel as good. I don't feel as motivated, and it does get me grumpy. And it is important to me. So I can't just ignore that. And of course, a couple days or a few days, it's okay. But just that feeling of up, here we go. I'm just going to be trying to sneak in 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there whenever I can. And that's not okay with me during the COVID. I realized that I wasn't paying enough attention to myself anymore. And it may sound like a selfish thing. But again, those of you that train, you know how important it is for your well-being And I feel like I am a better father, a better husband, a better business owner, a better coach when I pay attention to my own health and well-being and I feel good about my day. So what a great way to get the day started and I feel great and motivated. So yeah, I'm getting my training done first thing in the morning and I love it.
1: Yeah, when we had our episode about the silver linings when this whole COVID the initial uh, phase of that happening and the shutting down and all that. And we did the, the silver lining episode. this to me is kind of a part two to that in a way, because a lot of the silver linings that we had found in the beginning, we're still trying to hold on to those and make that kind of the, the new normal, you know, for us and for our, for our lives. And the whole big thing to me that I had said initially was the time and being, being able to have time, more time with me and more time as a family together. And I think, now being reopened we're like I said we're trying to hold on to that and um, you know Matt and I were talking about how when Mia her first four years of life um, I, she and I were at my parents every night for dinner because Matt was always at the gym until eight or nine at night and you know when she started kindergarten I started keeping her home but Matt still wasn't home for dinner so it really wasn't until this last 10 weeks that he's been home for dinner every night and just it sounds so simple and I guess it is and that's the point of this that just that being home for dinner at night with your family has made a huge difference. So that's one of the things that we decided now opening back up, like we're sticking to this, you're home, you're leaving the gym at 5 o'clock regardless. So whatever you do or don't get done that day at 5 o'clock, you're heading home and we have family time. And that to me has just been, been wonderful.
0: Yeah, so I believe in being transparent in this podcast. So other people that may be going through this same thing You can at least understand how tough it can be on relationships and just trying to provide for a family at the same time spend enough time with your family it's a really tough balance obviously and i you know Aaron and i got into some arguments over the years where some i would even say you know i'm not even home that much as it is or as much as you want me to be if i'm around more we're we're going we're arguing as it is but the 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 real thing that was going on is because uh, I think it's fair to say Aaron that you felt like I was being a good provider and a good father and a good husband when I was home but because I wasn't prioritizing time with the family as much there's there is times when there's some resentment even though I'm working I'm not out you know gallivanting or spending the weekend at the bars with the boys or anything but there's some resentment that does brew there. Right.
1: Yeah. And I think being a young, you know, having a young child when Mia, I mean, now she's eight. So she's, I mean, she's still young, but you know, when she was an infant and yeah, same thing. And for all the moms out there that can relate to this, where you're the one home all day, (laughs) all day, every day, and you love it. But at the same time, you're like, Oh my gosh, it's just me. I felt like it was just me all the time. And then, you know, yes, Matt's out trying to, make make a living for us and i did understand that like yes you need to work because we need money to to survive i understood all that but yeah there did build up a little bit of like well can you just spend a little less time there and a little more time with us there's got to be a way to have a balance so again one of the great things that has happened over this last 10 weeks um is we kind of found that again you know it's like okay here's what's important is this family time and we're going to continue to have this family time even when things get quote unquote back to back to normal
0: yeah, oh my gosh. When, when we started doing our family hikes every day, and when I say hikes, it was normally just a, a walk in our canyon that happens to be in the back of our house that has, you know, some a simple trail that would take us about 20 minutes to walk together with the dogs and just having starting our day talking and, and enjoying conversation and taking some pictures and just having some fun, and uh, there would always be some sort of, I'm going to, Daddy, can you I'm going to try to beat you in a sprint. Now, mommy, I want to try to beat you and see who's the fastest that day. And, you know, just simple things like that, that I really look forward to. And I realized I was missing too much of. And in in my mind, I had to make that adjustment, but it does come with a sacrifice. And the sacrifice is that I can't work as much with some of the athletes that I used to, or in some cases, not at all. So, because we i'm going to be home by five thirty, leave the gym by five, that does mean that there are athletes that i 'm never going to be able to work with now, at least not personally, and that has to be something i 'm okay with which it which it is I wish i did I wish I could just have it all and i didn't have to make those type of sacrifices, but truth of the matter is that I feel that the connection we've made in the last ten weeks it's something that we really want to hold on to. And that's, that's the most important part, obviously. So I'm excited to hit this new, you know, hit the ground running with with the new schedule. But also, I just wanted to talk about how hard it can be sometimes to keep it simple. I know that's uh that that sounds like such an oxymoron. But this first week coming in, I had a lot of texts and emails and messages from athletes wanting to get in. They're itching to get in, and I can't see everybody, especially not when I'm going to stick to this new schedule the way I am so that's the tough part because you really you want to say yes okay yeah sure come in and you want to say that to everybody because you care about them and you want to help them but for uh, there's got to be a middle ground and for some athletes I've said hey I'll see you once every few weeks and we'll do a hands-on one-on-one type of approach we'll get when I say hands-on you know I'm a manual therapist as well I can do those type of things but also just an assessment Assessment. And then just looking at how my athletes are moving. I love to do that in person as much as possible and then program. So that's something that I can do, but I only have to see that athlete once every few weeks instead of a few times a week. So that really opens up things for me. And that was the compromise I kind of had to, uh, to hit. And some athletes, quite honestly, they don't want to do it that way. They are used to being in a few times a week and they will move on to other trainers and i have to be okay with that and and i am um I, I just i want them to do well and i want them to be happy with their choices too so you know that's part of the, the the compromise but i'm i'm glad that i had prepared myself for that it was still even in that preparation it was still hard to make it happen especially in the first week
1: well to to you know, put it that way. Yes. We even up until last night, you were asking me, you're like, am I doing the right thing? Am I, am I going to regret this? Am I, am I going to look back and say, I should not have, have done this, this way, but we did circle it all the way back around again to what we just said that you have to stick with what is making you happy and, you know, if you go back and compromise on your, on your schedule and decide to start doing this, I said, we're going to be right back to where we were before all this started, where you're getting burned out and we don't have time and there's too much stress. And the time that we do have together is not as quality time because you're still, your mind is not even here. It's still thinking about all the stuff you have to get done. And so, yeah, it was tough for you to finally say, okay, I just have to stick with this and, and be okay with however it, however it pans out. And you've even had, um, an athlete he's he's you know retired at this point so he's has more time anyway but he was training a lot you know he was in here four days a week and then you guys were going on your long runs and even himself being retired and not already kind of having a schedule he came back in and said you know what i actually don't want to train as much as i was before he even in this 10 weeks his schedule i don't think changed as much but um he even realized like hey i kind of liked slowing down a little bit and that's okay i think that's great and i'm finding a lot of people that i'm talking with are like yeah we kind of want to keep this this kind of slowed down lifestyle even though everything is is opening back up
0: that's such a good point because the athlete i'm talking about bill he know he listens to the podcast of course as well but he his wife also trains with us. And they both, I think, felt the same way about what happened with, with their lifestyle. And we have some similarities there that we connected on and realizing that, yeah, I, I certainly understood where he was coming from right away because we went through it too. And it's so easy to get caught up. Bill was, did really well competitively last year and, and won a major uh, had a goal that th- to to do well at North Face, but actually won his division, which was way beyond expectations. And so it's easy to get sort of caught up in that and then okay, next plan is to do even more or do even better. And, and to take a step back was the important part because he had spent more time biking actually with his wife, he was telling me how much he fell in love with just uh, with with cycling because it was time with his wife, then that was important to him. And I totally get that. So with Aaron and I, we also, I think, are getting along uh, better than ever. And I don't want to lose that type of connection either. So it's just about uh, keep when we say keeping it simple. It really isn't that hard. But you have to make sure that you keep your keep your mindset in those simple principles and not deviate from that is the way I think of it because before you know it, you filled your plate again too much. You didn't keep the, the, just the basic food groups on that plate, if you will, you started adding on all this other stuff and then you wonder why you can't get everything off your plate.
1: Yeah. And I am, you know, initially I still am <laughs> having a bit of a struggle with returning to martial arts because I do love it. I miss it dearly I just I have that desire to just get back in there and um, but you know I was talking about about this last night I said you know that means that now I am back to a schedule and and which is fine I like schedules I'm a good schedule person but summertime of course is especially challenging because I have Mia and it's like so if I decide that hey I'm going to start training again that means we don't get to go to the beach because I'll be in class that means we have to you have to be somewhere three or four nights a week and that means we miss out on our bike rides we miss out on sleepovers and you know just this week I was like okay I can start this week and then I look I'm like no I promised Mia a beach day and a sleepover with her cousin so I'm not going to tell her no just so that I can go train so it it still is a little bit challenging but I'm okay with that right now to say like okay I'm just gonna I'm okay with not training right now. I'm okay with just being with her because I know that it's only going to be a couple more months. She's going to be back in school. And then from there I can decide how I want to, to proceed with my training. But, um, I'm not going to say it's been entirely easy to, to give that up, but I know that it'll be worth it.
0: Yeah. And we sat down, you and I put together a plan on the calendar last week. And that's another thing that I think was really crucial. We share a calendar now. And so we're talking about, of course, online so we can see it on our phones. I know when she schedules in an appointment with a client, but also she can see when my long trail run is, is, but also we kept it simple in the sense that my long day when I run trails is going to be on a Saturday and I'm leaving at four in the morning and basically on most of those Saturdays till about noon, it's just blocked out. That's what I'm doing. But I don't have to feel guilty about that because I'm spending so much time with my family in times and I wasn't before. Whereas I used to actually feel like I always had to kind of keep it short and get back. And so in some ways, it's really actually opened up my options and my training can now be I think even a higher quality in a lot of ways. So ironically, with these priorities in check, and I would say that before I was actually training more, so ironically training less, but very concise. And with a schedule that I feel good about, I can get in more quality and even some more volume when it's when it's needed on a day like a Saturday. So that's something I'm looking forward to.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of funny because Mia... <laughs> will make her observations that she's just honest you know she doesn't she's eight she doesn't she just says what she's thinking and a few times throughout this she'll she'll just say like oh I'm I'm so happy that mommy and daddy are both home you know I'm so happy that we get to go do this bike ride together I'm so happy that you know daddy's not working as much because she'll say things I mean sometimes it's a little bit over dramatic but you know like daddy worked every day all day and he was never home and but in her mind, you know, it's like, yeah, that's what she thought is being being a young child like that. And it's like, well, so she's really appreciated the time that we've had together too, which is which is so nice.
0: I think it's also along the lines of just doing what you say you'll do. Because I still think that when you're going to build a business, it just, it takes a lot of time and a lot of sacrifice. And I was talking with another uh, client of mine the other day that sacrificed uh, much of his early career to his business for his family. And we had this same conversation in the beginning. It was a lot of that sacrifice, but the goal was always to be more financially secure, successful. But when that happened, I can now kind of take a step back and then prioritize the family more and more. And that's where I felt for myself we had a period of time that we needed to make the money. We needed to pay off loans and bills and get ahead and then be able to invest that money and have a retirement and have a feeling of security for ourselves and for Mia's future. And so I was always saying, look, I'm doing this for us. And I think that a part of you, Aaron probably thought that, well, yeah, it's for us, but you also, you love doing this, which I do. I love, I don't feel like it's a job, but just because it's not a job doesn't mean there's not a lot of sacrifice and... I think for a while, it was like, ah, he's going to just keep doing this even when we have our security. And um, it was time for me, I think, to step up in the the COVID situation. The silver lining was actually realizing that we were uh, in a position where— we can we can do this now more so. I mean we still have years to go before we're retired but we, we can kind of make this switch now and, and that's what we decided it's time to do and it's time for me to sort of step up with what I said I would do at this phase in my career in our career.
1: And I've always said I would rather have more time than money. I mean obviously you need money I'm not gonna say we're just gonna you know not work at all and that's okay with me but you know more time is always more valuable to me than, than more money in the bank. So yeah, that being said, once you cover your bases and you know, you're okay and we can kind of be a a little more, um, free with, with that. We don't have to be so attached to, to trying to just work, 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 work. And I know again, several other people have told me this, so I would be curious for you guys to kind of give us some feedback and tell us, you know, what is now that again, we're reopening things are getting back on track. Are you still keeping some of those principles Or some of those patterns Those routines that you built up during um, This time off And, and are you going to be able to, to Keep doing that moving forward Because I know just from personal Just talking to my friends and clients And this week that I'd say a majority of people Are like yeah you know what I learned a lot about myself And, and about my goals now And how I want to live my life moving forward So I'd just be curious what What you guys have to say about that
0: Yeah. And during this time off, we also really started to use some of the extra time to figure out what we really needed in our lives and what we didn't. And so there's also just we could take this office that you guys will see a video of. There were even just small things like getting rid of anything in the office, old files and paperwork that we no longer were going to use, and get, cleaning things up as much as possible. So we're keeping that part simple, but it's amazing when you come in to work in a space and it's clean and it's organized. And I think, I mean, honestly, I learned a lot of that from you, Aaron, because you've always kind of been that way. You've always been so organized and I've been able to really get, I think, more done, especially with my sort of OCD slash ADD type of uh, personality. And, um, and, and once I understood what I needed to get done task wise each day, it became easier. So I'm actually probably working uh, probably a little less hours but still a lot of hours it's just how i'm organizing my time and when i'm getting that done i i have an article for example that i'm working on and uh, very very excited about for oxygen magazine and once that once once that article is done i can i can cross that off my list but i have to have the final draft done by tomorrow and so that's been sort of a priority for me but the nice part when uh, because I'm not in the trenches as much on the floor with athletes doesn't mean I'm not working as much it just means that I'm at home with you guys I prioritize that time and then uh, it is harder in that sense of saying okay I have An hour and a half here I should I should be writing I have two hours in the morning I should get some writing done then and making sure that I stick with that because before you know it you're four hours five hours behind in your work week so that's the difference you're setting appointments with a client you're going to be there and you're going to train them but when you don't have those kind kind of uh, appointments set up you have to treat that time management like an appointment itself
1: yeah I know I I did. That was initially when this, the closure happened that I did struggle with that because I am so used to having things by the hour or by the appointment or whatever, and then all of a sudden you have all these open hours and and to to be able to structure your time wisely was a challenge for me. I ended up doing okay, you know, after the first couple of weeks, but I will say I do. That was one of the nice things to me is coming back and like, okay, I have my appointment set for the week. And there's a feeling of that, you know, structure that is, that's really appealing to me. And that actually motivates me so that when I do have my quote unquote free time, I still can schedule things in there too. Or like you're saying, like the CPPS thing that's been hanging over my head for the last year and a half, which is ridiculous at this point. I just need to get it done. Um,
0: That's a strength training certification you're talking about.
1: Yes. And it's, in a way it's good. It's self-paced. I can do it on my own but in turn that's kind of been the problem is it's not a scheduled time frame of like from nine to four you're going to be in class doing this so I actually set that in my calendar like made my own um my own class time that okay by this time you are done and you have to get it done by this time but um I'll, I'll finish it it'll get done
0: yeah there's a there's a guy uh named Joe DeFranco he has a great podcast and I also uh it's called industrial strength podcast and then there's uh, his partner, Smitty, they came up with this CPPS certification. To be clear, that's not, that's just an additional certification that you wanted to, to get.
1: Yes, because it's a very highly uh, regarded um, certification to have, and it's a lifetime certification. So that means you do it once, and not that I'm not going to continue to educate myself outside of that, but it's just nice, it's such a good, solid base To to have for that. And they also have, this is just step one. They have other programs you can continue on with. But I guess my point to that was like sticking with a schedule and, you know, being able to, to like check things off my list and just a good accomplishment. And then, you know, once I do that, then I can move on to the next thing we've talked about eBooks and I have all these ideas for eBooks, but I'm like, I can't very well, um, write an ebook until I finish this. So yeah, it's still, still keeping those same Priorities in check.
0: Yeah. And speaking of ebooks, I'm going to be working a little bit more with Chad Belding. The Fitness Foul Life ebook will be coming out soon, and that's more for hunters. But I have some other objectives and priorities that I'm trying to set for myself. We would love to hear about what you're doing to move forward. And failing forward is part of the process, like we talk about. But I'm going to really care more about what it is that I can do now to improve the quality of my life for the future. And that's what I'm always trying to think of. Hopefully the examples we gave today are really helping you guys move forward yourselves. And we'd love to hear some more examples from you.
1: Yes. So you can email us um, at Aaron at training.com we're going to be using that email address from here on out Aaron at com. you can again like matt said email us some some stories that you have some examples of of how you're going to be going on your life now that everything's kind of go, getting back to normal it doesn't have to be business related it can be you know training related family related anything we just want to hear what you guys are up to and how things are going So thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you guys next time.